Hi there, listeners. I'm Casey with Broad River Electric, bringing you the Community Circuit. In our very first podcast, we talked about economic development with the Cherokee County Economic Development Director, Jim Cook. We're continuing the economic development theme in this particular podcast, but with a more specific drill down on that idea. Broad River Electric's commitment to economic development for our service territory and about the economic opportunities we can foster for members. Our guest today will give listeners an idea how we approach economic development as a whole and how Broad River Electric actually interacts with our community development offices. Our first guest will share Broad River Electric's fundamental ideas of how we help the community. We'll be right back, but now, this message. Do you have a Wi-Fi connected home and want to save on your energy cost? Then you'll want to try Broad River Electric's Smart Thermostat program. Participants save up to 23% on energy cost and can enjoy the convenience and control of adjusting your home's temperature from anywhere at any time. For more information, go to www.broadriverelectric.com. And now, back to the story. Today we have Terry Mallard. He is the CEO of Broad River Electric, and he's going to talk with us a little bit about economic development. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. I'm glad to uh, be here today, and and I do appreciate you taking time to uh, give me the opportunity to speak on behalf of Broad River and our economic development program. Okay, well, let's get to it. Let's talk for our listeners a little bit. Electric co-ops have been traditionally part of economic landscape in America. And that's kind of how we started. But can you tell the people that are listening in why co-ops feel so strongly about economic development in our communities? Well, yeah, as you, you mentioned, economic development has always been a part of the electric cooperatives and the electric cooperative program. It's always about improving the communities in which we uh, live and which we serve. And one of the cooperative principles is actually concern for a community. And as we look at improving the quality of life for our members, we realize that a good quality of life means having energy, having electricity. That was important uh, 75, 80 years ago. But we realize that quality of life today is also concerned about the ability to provide for your family. And so as we look at making the economic development uh, questions, one of the things that we look at is what opportunities, what businesses can we invest in or encourage to come here uh, that will provide good paying jobs uh, for our members and for the communities, even for those people who may not be members, but improve the overall lifestyle and the communities of which we serve and serve around. So for us, it really comes down to that cooperative principles of improving the quality of life in the communities in which we serve and the members and citizens of those communities. Right on par. So tell us some of the ways that Broad River has uh, has helped the communities that we serve. 
Um, you know, at, as part of the electric cooperatives of South Carolina, we are one of 20 cooperatives and we are members of a what we call a G&T or our power supplier. That organization is Central Electric Power out of Columbia. Um, but an associated organization that actually receives funding from Central is called the South Carolina Power Team. And the South Carolina Power Team's uh, focus is strictly economic development across the whole state of South Carolina. And so we work collaboratively with the other 19 cooperatives through Central and through the South Carolina Power Team to make investments and offer incentives to bring those industries not only to our area but also throughout the state that does several things. One, it creates jobs and it improves the quality of life for all citizens in the state of South Carolina. Secondly, as we add those large industrial loads, it has the ability to lower our overall cost. And, and so we are able to spread our fixed costs through a larger base. Uh, and so therefore it helps stabilize or even lower our cost of operating and providing service to all of our members. Um, specifically, the power team has assisted us in uh, creating incentives uh, to bring the Rite Aid uh, facility here in the upstate, uh, the incentives and, and opportunity to bring Dollar Tree, uh, which offered a tremendous number of jobs in the Cherokee Spartanburg County area. Uh, they are also uh, assisting us in helping to bring other utilities such as sewer to the Sunny Slope property, which we think will be an enhancement uh, to that property to allow additional industries to come, all for the sake, again, of reducing our uh, cost, ability to spread those costs to a wider base, but I think more importantly, to improve the communities in which we serve and the quality of life, to give our members the opportunity to, to reap the benefits of being active members of the society and being able to enjoy life uh, uh, and the quality of life that they can have. Let me ask an add-on question. Okay. I think this, is, and I know about the South Carolina Power Team, but so we work with other electric co-ops in the state and then they they kind of help fund them so they are the ones that would come to us and say hey you know what we're talking to dollar tree i mean do they formulate how we help them or the world well good good question and because the south carolina power team is probably a little bit of an unusual uh, organization uh, each county has their own economic development offices and we work uh, jointly with them and to uh, locally to encourage uh, industries to see what their particular needs are. But the South Carolina Power Team is located, uh, their staff is in Columbia and they work collaboratively with the Department of Commerce. And many times what you see is that industries that are looking to locate in certain areas, when they take a look at those locations, they usually contact the Department of Commerce. And so we, the power team has a good connection relationship with the Department of Commerce to where we can actively take a look and market our sites across the state that can actually be served by electric cooperatives. And so the power team could actually bring the projects that are looking because they're aware of all the industrial sites that are available and they try to find which ones may be a good fit and so a lot of the uh, activity comes between the Department of Commerce, the power team, then to the local cooperative. Those efforts are in addition to what we do collaboratively with our local uh, development boards, as well as our own connections with some of the industries of which we may have relationships with as well. 
that clears that up because I, I mean, I'd heard, I'd know the relationship, but I didn't know exactly how we work together. So, and I think that their part is probably like what Jim Cook says to me that that the object of the ball game is not to get disqualified, and and then you go from there. So, in fact, the PAL team does a lot of marketing um, in terms of not just waiting for industries to come, but they actually. Uh, make uh, solicitations of industries. They make trips to uh, corporate offices, trying to uh, show them and market our sites. Okay. They have a fantastic website that actually uh, shows the industrial sites that are available, uh, not only in our area, but also around the state. And they uh, do a very uh, branding, I guess, of the electric cooperative brand uh, worldwide to encourage those industries to consider South Carolina. Uh, so in addition, it's not just the Department of Commerce through the state that does an excellent job. This is actually just supplement what they do. Uh, so they're just proactive in trying to sell and market the state of South Carolina, but specifically electric cooperatives. And we have a good relationship with them. We always consider them an extension of our team. And uh, so we work very well with them. We have our staff interacts with them constantly. And they do help us to, to identify what the needs of particular industries are. And so we can then tailor our programs to be able to meet that need. Where the power team comes in handy as well is that uh, we have what we call uh, tax credits, what we call UTC tax credits, where instead of uh, paying money to South Carolina in form of a tax, utility tax, we are to take a portion of that and to invest those in economic development opportunities to our area. Great piece of legislation that allows us to, to encourage investment in our communities. But the South Carolina Power Team, in collaboration with Central, we are actually able to sometimes supplement our dollars with dollars from the other cooperatives in the state uh, and that is very helpful for us to build things such as infrastructure that a, an industry may need. It can actually help build uh, public infrastructure such as extending sewer to the Sunny Slope property. Um, it is very helpful to be able to, to leverage the dollars we have through our universal, uh, our tax credits, utilities tax credits, into more dollars which can help create an opportunity or incentivize industries to come here versus somewhere else. Wow, they got a big job, but great that they're players with us. So uh, let's ask a, a final question. This might be, you know, it might be something that you you have to explain to us a lot, or or it's basically your philosophy. Okay. Um, in your opinion, do you think that economic development really is about dollars and cents, or is it some bigger picture of of our life? You know, that's an interesting cut question. Um, my background is in accounting and finance. And uh, so always, the dollars and cents always are in the back of my mind. But one of the biggest transitions that I had to learn um, as I progressed through management uh, is that it's not always about the dollars and cents. It's important. You've got to consider those things. And I can say that the investments we make, we also take a look and say, all right, what is going to be the payback uh, for that industry, not only to Salt uh, Broad River, but also through the power team. What kind of value will that bring to uh, Central Electric Power 
and actually stabilizing or potentially lowering our average unit cost for all energy that is sold. So that is part of the economic analysis that is performed. And, and that's also important how we determine the amount of incentives that are, is able to be offered into, to an industry. But the one key factor that's not, that is included in the decisions of where we make investments, that is not dollars and cents. It is that it's the number of jobs that will be created and the amount of investment that industry is willing to make. Those are critical uh, because the number of jobs we created does the, what I think is more important than the dollars and cents. And that is our commitment to, in, to the community, improving the communities in which we live, and by offering jobs that would be good paying jobs to our membership, making those available, I think that is probably more important than those dollars and cents which we reap the benefits from. And then the investments that those businesses make actually increase potentially the tax base for that local community. And therefore, I think maybe potentially improving the public services that the, the counties and municipal uh, agencies are able to make. And uh, so I think dollar and cents are always important, but it is that cooperative principle of commitment to the community and improving the quality of life of our membership in the communities in which we serve. Well, thank you, Terry. I, we appreciate you answering the questions that w we had before you today, and um, we'll have you back, I'm sure. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, and, and it is something that is very exciting. I will say the Upstate is in a unique position and that uh, we have uh, extreme uh, interest in coming to the Upstate, uh, so there's a lot of opportunity, and the future looks great. Uh, for the uh, Broad River Electric Cooperative community. Thanks. It is a great place to be. I, I wouldn't be anywhere else, and it is a great time. But thank you. Thank you. Broad River Electric is proud to be part of the growth we've experienced, and we look forward to even more in the months to come. In the next part of our segment, we'll dig a bit further finding out how these businesses, industries, government, and Broad River Electric work together to create the magic. We'll be right back, but now, this message. Sign up for Broad River Electric's Beat the Peak program and get a text, an email, or a message reminding you to turn down heat in winter during peak hours when energy costs the most. When your electric co-op saves, you do too. Find out more about Beat the Peak by calling 1-866-687-2667 and tell them you want to Beat the Peak. And now, back to the story. Hi, and welcome back to the Community Circuit. I'm here with Jeff Humphreys. He's the Economic Director for Broad River Electric, and he's going to talk to us a little bit today about how Broad River Electric approaches economic development. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. I hope you are, Case. I am. Thank you. I want to know, for our listeners out there, how does Broad River really approach economic development? Broad River Electric takes economic development seriously. We recognize the value and the impact that it has on our communities. 
With economic growth and development, this brings new jobs to the surrounding areas. Here at Broad River, we are committed to our communities and the members we serve, and we are constantly trying to strive to provide safe and reliable service. Well, tell me, with that, what types of things do you help in our in the counties in our service territory? What do you help them do? There are several ways we can help the counties in which we serve. <clears throat> By staying in constant contact with each county's development board, this allows us to know of potential projects, the areas where a project might locate, and their potential needs. Some of these needs pertain to infrastructure and would consist of water, sewer, gas, communications, and electric transportation. BRC can then strategically coordinate with the county development team to help find ways in rectifying those infrastructure needs. We also use this information to help evaluate our current infrastructure and the capacities in these particular areas. We can then plan, coordinate, and possibly upgrade uh, any, any changes that we need to accommodate to our system. There are also utility tax credits, UTC dollars, that Broad River Electric can issue to a county for a potential project that is planning to locate in our service territory. And these dollars can be used to help with infrastructure improvements. Okay, so let me, for somebody like me, let me just kind of put it in terms I can kind of dig. So somebody from the Economic Development Council of, let's just say union, would call you and say, hey, we have a company that wants to come here but we, we don't think that that manufacturing plant that has closed 20 years ago is going to work for us right now. We've got to upgrade things. That is where they would kind of call Broad River Electric and say, hey, how can we help them sweeten the deal where they want to come here? Is that? Correct, yes. And that's where we look at the type of load that they're bringing to the community and to our system. And as I just stated, we're in constant contact you know, with, with the development team and our South Carolina power team. The South Carolina power team represents and supports not only Broad River Electric, but also the other 19 cooperatives in the state. The South Carolina power team supports Broad River Electric's economic development efforts through various ways. One example is staffing. Their staff is constantly in communication with the South Carolina Department of Commerce and keeping us updated on potential projects. Another example of how they support Broad River is through site readiness funds. These funds can be very beneficial as they are used to enhance existing sites, parks, and buildings within our service territory. A good example of this is the $1.2 million that was approved for the sewer extension to the Sunny Slope Industrial Site. Having sewer on site enables for a bigger market and for potential projects. Okay, now you mentioned earlier about uh, UTC. Go back into that for just one second and explain to me um is that is that a contribution or 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 how would you that that is a contribution in lieu of in lieu of paying taxes broad river can apply these dollars to a potential project that is locating in its service territory these dollars are paid to the county and the county distributes it to the to the project okay. and these dollars have to be used for infrastructure purposes um, well then, the way I hear it is that Broad River contributes to different levels of, of, of our service territory 
because they know that this is going to enrich our community. Am I right about that? That is correct. These contribution and investments are not just made for revenue purposes, but they're also made for the counties and the communities that we serve and for our membership. Economic growth is a benefit for everyone. It brings jobs and it strengthens our local economy. Wow, well put, Jeff. Thanks so much. Yes, ma'am. We appreciate it. That was Jeff Humphreys, and he is uh, our uh, Director of Economic Development here, or in charge of that, at Broad River Electric. So there you have it. Electric cooperatives help power the quality of life in their service territories and in the lives of their members. At Broad River Electric, we're not concerned about Wall Street. We're concerned about Main Street. I'd like to thank my guests today, Terry Mallard and Jeff Humphreys of Broad River Electric, who shared with us their insights about their work in Broad River's communities through economic development. 